We're, we're all going to be buried in the same that, dirt. Sure. We're all we're dying. marching towards death. We get it. <laughs> sprint. It's, a, it's a marathon We're here in Emily's newly renovated basement. Oh my I god, I wish it was fully renovated, but we have floor and it's painted, so that's big. And there's that's a couch. Nice touch. There's a couch. Yeah, there's a couch. it's yeah. like night and day. It's definitely a big improvement from the popcorn textured walls and the mm. disgusting carpet so. and the axe outline. And the axe outline. God, I love wall. that axe. I, I love s- the axe outline. I swear it didn't move into like a murder house. But like <laughs> it really sounds like the it. basement kind of feels like it. <laughs> it's, it's cozier now. It is. So, when we first started this podcast, we did an episode that was, should we quit our jobs or go to grad school? It was really the episode that was the catalyst for it was. this whole thing. Yeah. It really inspired us It was our to big idea. Yeah. And so now, we... We've did all both. done both. <laughs> we both. all did both. <laughs> but for different reasons. So. I mean, yeah. Like, you... I feel like the main thing, because when we made that episode, we all were working at the same place, Mm -hmm. or we all met doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. and our major thing was, do we keep working in this field and learning all of these skills that are only applicable to this field, Mm -hmm. and go to grad school, or do we quit and get new jobs, because we're wasting time not doing one or the other. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it kind of worked out for each of us. It did, yeah. I mean, you, Shelby, left first. Yeah. I left in August and decided I no longer wanted to be in that field. Um, And while I was job hunting, I decided that I was going to go back to school and get my master's in healthcare administration, which was my undergrad path, but I was so unsure. So now I'm in a completely different field and... um, it's stressful. School's stressful, but I'm, like, really happy with the choice that I made to do that. It makes me sad that I don't work with you guys anymore. I mean, but it makes us sad, too. I'm really, like, I'm I'm really confident in the choice that I made. Well, we're still friends. We hang out with you Well, outside. now we're, we're just friends now. Someone asked me that the other day, like, at our... <laughs> spoiler, Emma and I also no longer work at the place we worked at when we started the podcast. <laughs> but when I was there, a former employee of all three of us said, like, oh, I saw Shelby at the gym the other day. And I said, oh, yeah, I know. She told me. And she was like, oh, so you still talk to her? And I was like... I talk to that bitch every day. Bitch, that's my bestie. <laughs> I didn't say this, but like we have a podcast together. I literally see her talk to her on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, we started grad school. We were still at our last Yeah, job. You guys yeah, started grad school a while ago. We are in our second semester. So we started in the end of August, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we worked like our first semester and. We're in a grad school program where you have to like get, you have to acquire field work hours and sit for a board exam. And we were able to acquire board work hours through field work hours through our employers. We were like, well, we'll just like buckle down and like do this because it's whatever and it'll be easy and it'll be done. We don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. But it fucking sucked. And I'm sorry. If you are miserable at your job, and even if there's a perk, because that was the main perk for yeah, me. Yeah, it was, was really, okay. I mean... We have to get 2,000 hours of field work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And if we can go to this place that we know and we can just get it yeah. through working every day, that's easy. I don't have to think about it. It's whatever. That was the only perk. If you're in a shitty work environment or you have to have like a really shitty commute and it's not worth it or you get paid like shit and that's not worth it, don't work there. Like if you yeah. don't want to work yeah. there, don't do it. It's so easy to be like, oh, like I'm comfortable here. Like I know. What's that saying? Like the devil you know is yeah. better than the devil you don't or whatever. And I, I genuinely. But sometimes the devil you don't know is way nicer. It is not, <laughs> it is not the devil. Yeah. Like, I think, I really think there was a, just a dash of fear mongering mm-hmm. because I feel like people were like, subliminally, if you leave, it's going to be harder. Yeah. yeah. You only like this field because you work at this place, mm-hmm. which to be honest, I kind of was worried about, like, even before we applied to grad school, I was like, am I going to apply to this very specific field uh-huh. when I only know what it's like at this one place? Yeah. And that's also irresponsible. I'm going to go into a, have a career in a field where I've only ever worked one place? That sounds uh-huh. insane. It is. To only know, like, one business's perspective about any field, right. it makes no sense to go into any field based on that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, it was, and then... I feel like it was hard because we would talk about it all the time. Like we would vent about things that were like frustrating or annoying or soul sucking or whatever it was. I called it purgatory at least once a day. And it was like, it's not like I was like throwing up the thought of going to work. Like it's not like it was that deep, but it was just frustrating. And there were things Mm -hmm. that we had this joke where I was like, have I really thought about this? I could cry right now. Like if I, (laughs) if I really sat here and thought about all the things that are frustrating me or that I don't feel like I'm being heard on. I mean, we don't work there anymore. But it was just like, it was a really borderline toxic environment. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's something that people automatically hear and they think that we're being dramatic. Yeah. But it was just a shitty environment. It just was. It's also very, I mean, this might be like a personal thing, but it is a ginormous red flag to me when people are not capable of self-reflection. I dealt with it a lot in skating, Mm -hmm. and now as like an adult, I'm dealing with it. I was dealing with it at work. Like if I have an issue with you, I want some sort of reflection of like, okay, well, what did I do to make you feel that way? Because that's how, if you, if either of you came to me and you said you did whatever, I wouldn't immediately get like defensive and be an asshole about it. It's just insecurity and it's sad and it's just, and that was like Nothing a huge like that. factor of yeah. our former work environment is it was not reflective. It was all on the defense and it was really difficult to do anything mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thrilled. We don't work there anymore. We're much <laughs> we happier. We, I, so far, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all, we're all working. I think yeah. it's funny because we're all working and at different jobs and we're all in grad school. So we all did yeah, both we, things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We said what we were going to do. We knew yeah. it was coming. It's true. But Emily and I still work together, though. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I think the universe was screaming at us that we still needed to work together. I think so, too. It was, like, a wonderful situation. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just, like, I don't know, it's one of those things. We had a group of people that we all loved working together. Yeah. And, like, I moved to Arizona. Like, we had people that work in, like, other areas of Michigan. And, like, you, Shelby, like, don't work in the field anymore. But, yeah. like... I love you and I'll still hang out with you. But like, you know what I mean? Clearly. It's just like, it's, (laughs) I think everything happened for everyone the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out. Was it last week that I said that I got my tarot cards read? (gasps) When you were in Mexico a couple weeks ago, I think. So I got my tarot, it was a couple weeks ago. 
uh, maybe like three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I got my tarot cards read like on a, on the beach in Mexico, and so it was like you could ask about things, and so I, I asked about my career, and then I flipped these cards, and. I don't know, one of them was, like, play, one of them was comfort zone, and one of them was, like, jail or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this makes sense. And then she was talking to me, and she was like, so I'm seeing, like, something's got to change. Like, you need to, like, really sit and, like, meditate and think about, like, if this is actually what you want to do, whatever. And then um, I was like, okay, whatever. And then I came back from Mexico, and the day I got back, I was fired. (laughs) Which I literally... It's can't even explain Okay, but they didn't only fire me. They fired a lot of other people, too. <laughs> no, you're not a bad employee. No, not at all. Sense. If we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. Emma was it. scheduled. Uh-huh. So you were in Mexico. Yeah. You were Approved s- time off. Approved time off <laughs> in Mexico for vacation, which is your fundamental right as a human adult woman. Uh-huh. Okay? <laughs> you come back from Mexico over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, you come into work. Emma is scheduled to be at work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. She didn't work Thursdays, Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. So you were scheduled for a full week of work. Everything was normal. There was no sign of, hey, can we have a meeting with you when you get back? Hey, whatever. Hey, yeah. whatever. No communication beforehand just to, like, mm-hmm. literally bring you in. Yeah. Blindside. I thought it was because I went to Mexico. Like, I thought they were mad or something about it. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, because you walked like, in. sorry, I left the country. I didn't yeah, need I to. Know. You walked in, and they were like, hey, can you, like, duck into this office with us for yeah, a second? Yeah, really casually. Like, you still had your lunchbox, for God's sake. I did. I had my coat on. Yeah, it was weird. I was sitting at a desk. Not a desk desk, because we don't work in those corporate American jobs. I was no. sitting at a child's desk, waiting for Emma, and... I got a call and I was like, hey, thinking she was like, I don't know, late or like, hey, her I'll schedule. be there in 10 minutes. Yeah, like her schedule changed something. And she goes, I was fired. And I go, what? And I was in shock. And I was just like, yeah, where are you? And was she was too. like, outside. So I just went outside and sat in the car and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I'll tell you what, it's dumb. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was not fucking fun. ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not saying this because you're my friend. Mm-hmm. I am. No, just kidding. <laughs> like, I love you and I cherish our friendship but if you were a shitty employee I would say so like I would say hey I love you and you're a great friend but like you maybe could like maybe employee. get it uh-huh. together you know because we've <laughs> said that about that. people we've said that yeah. about people where we're like we really like them they're really nice they're really fun but they're not that great at their jobs mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a bad person Mm-mm. it just means this maybe isn't your job field and this maybe isn't the work environment for you yeah but you were so good at your job yeah. and even if you were bad at your job you were really good with the kids we worked with, and that enough should have been a reason for, yeah. like, some other venue mm-hmm. for this to be navigated. Yeah. Well, the worst part was that they didn't really give me a reason, and so that just, like, sent me spiraling out of control. Because <laughs> like, it's, like, you can't help but think it was your fault. Like, it doesn't of matter how not. many people say, like, oh, it's not you, it's not you. Like, they didn't want me there, and yeah. that made me feel bad. Um, but I literally, I walked in there. It was probably only, like, a two-minute conversation, literally, and I walked in there, and they were like, we've just decided to cut ties. And I was like, Which um, is just a shitty way to say it. Yeah, why would you say that? Yeah, I, I was like, okay. And then I they gave him my keys, and I left. And it was well, so weird. And this is the thing. You've worked there. You had worked there for, what, two years? Two and a half years, yeah. So they knew you, or they should have known you as a person. Mm-hmm. I think the, the very essence of the fact that they fired you in a two-minute conversation and did not give a shit about how it was handled for you in your personal life Mm -hmm. resembles the entire work environment to a t 
Yeah. Like, there is no empathy. There is no compassion. There is, like, that's mm-hmm. just a shitty work environment. Yeah. It just doesn't doesn't matter. I just, it was, yeah. it was what was meant to happen. And I yeah. think it, it really, really did work out for the better. I think it was the push that both of us needed to get the fuck out of there. Honestly, and it, yeah. it worked out for us, honestly. Because if we were st- we were fully committed to working there for the next mm-hmm. 1500 hours or however But many not hours for the right made. reasons though. It no, was only we, for our hours. Was, I yeah. like had just came to the point where I was like, I'll just fucking suck it up. Yeah. But I was really unhappy there. Like, same. And I was it was the I can't like I don't know. I feel like it's cheapening other people that do feel very real senses of anxiety and depression when they go to their workplaces that are shitty. Yeah. I don't think I necessarily felt those things, but I was unhappy. And I certainly... I did feel those things, Certain though. things were unbelievably stressful, and I was like, this just shouldn't be a thing. My drive was far as fuck, yeah. and I just didn't... I, I literally hated the thought of waking up and going to work. Yeah. Not because I'm lazy and not because I didn't like the job. I didn't like the environment and the yeah. people I was working for. When I put my two weeks notice in uh, back in August, I remember I went up to Emma and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I didn't have another job lined up. I All I knew, I was going on vacation and there was like nothing after that. And I was like, I don't know. But then I realized that the thought of going back there after coming back from vacation was making me like panicky and I was like that that was like kind of the last straw for me where I was like the thought of me like I could cry thinking about having to come back here and that's not at all how you're like no that's not how it should be and the minute like I put my notice in I was leaving early that day so I put my notice in I went to um a woman in our workplace and like told her and immediately was like crying tears of relief because I felt just like a lighter person because like all I have to do is get through these two weeks and I never have to come back here and like that's all I needed for me to be like do a complete like 180 and for all of us and a lot of other people that we know that have left that environment to have the exact same experience is yeah. I think a lot about it's very validating like. to know that you're mm-hmm. not crazy yeah. yeah for sure because I felt like a huge I was just like I was so relieved almost immediately to not have to worry about all the other like yeah politics and the drama and all this other shit that was literally deciding how every day went mm-hmm. yeah like the fact that I, I haven't thought about it once I haven't felt bad about it once mm-hmm. I haven't I have been absolutely relieved and everything has worked out the way it's supposed to mm-hmm. and I realize it's unbelievably privileged to say hey if your job sucks leave like I realize yeah. some people need a steady paycheck and they can't leave their job if they yeah. don't have a job lined up and whatever they might be near one girl we work with which like obviously this isn't something we have to deal with like she was like well my daughter's daycare is like down the street mm-hmm. like it's really convenient for me here and it's really flexible and if I don't have this like I don't necessarily know what's gonna happen Riley oh um but when I was talking to her about it I was like you know what like obviously I don't have to think about that right. because I don't have yeah. fucking kids mm-hmm. but I do think life is way too fucking short to work in a field where you are treated like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel happy or excited or appreciated, just appreciated as an employee and a person, yeah. what the fuck is the point? Yeah. I realize. Or if you don't feel like, like if you're not appreciated and you're stressed out and you hate your job, but you're making a lot of money and you think that that's worth it for you, as long as you think that like the balance of your life and your job is not overwhelming to you, 
then like do that. Whatever. Yeah. But like if you're fucking miserable, look for other jobs. Yeah. It seems scary, but like you can find a fucking other job anywhere. You can yeah. do anything else. Literally. And it doesn't matter. You don't owe a company fucking anything. But I <laughs> We're all gonna die anyway. It's true. We're, we're all, all gonna be buried yeah, in the same that, dirt. Sure. We're all we're dying. marching towards death. We get it. <laughs> it's, <more than> <laughs> it's, a, it's a marathon sprint. Mm-hmm. I we could think, say positive things. I mean, we learned a lot and yeah. it well, defined and our careers. I met you guys. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's positive. That's my biggest takeaway. <laughs> I am not a very religious or, like, even highly spiritual. What? Person. But I do really f- firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think I moved. I think my life is completely. I was between Michigan and Boston when I graduated high school. And I know that my life. It wouldn't even resemble the same thing it does now if I moved to Boston. Mm-hmm. So I think everything happens for a reason. And I went and worked at this place, and I met you guys, and I met, you know, I and Alexis, and like all these other people that I'm friends with, and like those things do happen for a reason. And I knew nothing about this field before I started working there, and it was flexible. And like there's things that are like positive, but also don't be afraid to lose to leave a shitty a shitty situation for you, yeah, because of any other positive thing. Mm-hmm. That can all still be true, and you can wake up one day and say, I'm actually unhappy, and I'm just kind of settling, and I don't want to settle, because mm-hmm. what's the point of settling? Exactly. Like, literally nothing. What do you get out of that? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a year ago, us would be very proud of where we're at today. I do, True. Too. I think, like you said, everything happens for a reason, and I think, again, like I said, like me leaving was just like the push that we needed and we found somewhere that is such a better fit for us I hope um somewhere that it was we you were just saying earlier that it seemed like we couldn't have even (laughs) imagined that something like this existed and it now is somewhere that we're working that's so much better and so much nicer and really aligns with our ideas a lot better literally we would talk all the time about things we wish happened or I don't understand things we wish were different in the environment or the technique of the the environment or whatever Mm -hmm. and we would joke like oh well that's like a utopia like nothing is that perfect like whatever and i'm sure there's issues with the place that of course we're gonna be because there's issues everywhere but it is so much more aligned with who we want to be as like professional people in this field i'd much rather learn a different management style that is more aligned with what i want to be mm-hmm. you know what i mean exactly i have a cousin who's older than me like she's already she just she's married she has kids she just got her phd but i remember my grandmother telling me that when she was in college or grad school i don't remember which one she would get a job and she would work there for a little bit and she would call my grandmother and she would just be like this job sucks. I hate it. I'm getting a new job. And my grand would be like, honey, you gotta pick one eventually. Like, you're not just gonna keep finding jobs. And she, she was like, but sure enough, she just kept finding jobs. And I never <laughs> really thought about that until this recent scenario that we've been mm-hmm. in. Because I've been like, if your gut is telling you the situation's not right for you, yeah. fucking dip. You're gonna be able to find another... Even when I was like really pissed off at work, my mom, I would call my mom and bitch and moan to her and she'd be like, you could go get a job at Target. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll figure it out. We like, thought if, about yeah, it. If you're, yeah. if you're that unhappy, go get a job at Target, mm-hmm. figure out what you want to do next, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I realize that might be a privileged thing to say, but it. why would anyone want to be stuck yeah. in a shitty situation for but years? But, like, anyone can work at Target. <laughs> anyone can work at Target. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, all three of us are now in grad school programs. Emma and I are literally in the exact same program. Yeah. Shelby is in health administration. Yeah. And I do, the best advice I think I've ever gotten about a graduate, a master's degree, is to not get one unless you know exactly how you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. And I do like about mine and Emma's, I didn't want something that pigeonholed me into only doing one thing. Yeah. So yeah. I liked that ours is actually a dual degree. We could do two different things with it. And personally, that was important to me. Yeah. But I also know people that like, one of my friends who just had a baby, she was like, I'm going to grad school and I'm going to go and I'm going to get a degree in one thing and it has to funnel me into a career. I don't have time to be like, oh, well, I could do X, Y, Z. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I literally don't have time to figure that out. Like, I yeah. need something that just funnels me into something. I mean, we literally have all the time in the world. <laughs> it really is not a time constraint at all. But it does feel good to know that, like, we have a lot of different options. I think it would fucking freak me out. If I was only doing one thing and I was like, well, this is it. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> well, that's you, all. You made the point. I mean, we've talked about this before, but you made the point today to somebody else because we were talking yeah. about grad school. You were like, if I had gone to grad school immediately out of undergrad, I would have done something completely different and I probably would have been miserable. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. Yeah, no, she, because, I don't know, it was a younger girl that we work with and she said she just finished her undergrad and she goes oh but like I'm gonna take a gap year and she like seemed like embarrassed about it and I'm like absolutely not like it took me five years to finish my undergrad and I took a two-year break and if I didn't take that break I would have been doing something I didn't like I took a three and a half year break yes another thing that happened for a reason it took me five years to finish my undergrad which there's absolutely nothing wrong with there's Mm -hmm. no reason to rush yourself through four years I understand that like financially can be a lot but like if you're not ready you're not ready that's okay yeah but I, I applied to grad school immediately after undergrad because I planned to only be in Michigan through undergrad. Like, I did not plan on, like, buying a fucking house here. Like, I did not... <laughs> that was not part of my plan at all. And I didn't get into a single grad school I applied to. I applied to, like, four or five, and I didn't get into a single one. And I was devastated. But now, I'm like, I would have been... I probably would have been fine. Like, I, I still think the thing... I was originally going to school for sports psychology, and I still think it's very interesting. But I also now think this is really interesting what we're doing now mm-hmm. and I would have known nothing about it yeah and it all happens for a reason so if you don't get into grad school it's okay you're not a loser I'm not no I have a podcast I'm not That's a loser <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that what they say <laughs> I'm no loser okay listen to this <laughs> I have a microphone how do you feel about going to grad school do you feel like you really weighed heavy on it you uh, researched it no um uh, well <laughs> I I think I mentioned in, like, the last time we touched on this, I got into grad school for a completely different field and then just, like, never committed to it. Um, And I think, like, I don't know, I can't imagine, like, now being in that program because I kept going back to it for a little bit, but I don't don't think it's truly what I wanted to do because, like, I also kept going back to the field that, like, I'm now in. And, like, overall, like with what my goals aligned with, like, my future goals or whatever, this was the program, so... Oh, stupid fucking future You know, goals my future goals, um, this is kind of, like, where I ended up, which is kind of bad, so I didn't... Like, once I figured that out, I only looked at a couple of schools, and then once I got into the one that I'm in, I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, the things that were really important to me is that I didn't want to do it alone. I did so not want to do it alone. I absolutely could not have done it alone. Um... And it had to be online. It, yeah, I mean, I me. preferred it online. I and I also wanted multiple avenues that I could do with my degree, and um, 
I wanted it to be an accredited university. And I got all those things. So I I think the main things and I think it's unbelievably personal. Like whatever you're I have Absolutely. no idea what people look at for a business school. Like I have no idea no what idea. people look at for I mean, I assume people want to go to certain law school medical schools, but I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> yeah. But for me it was like, okay, I, I really wanted it to be online because I still wanted to have my current job. I didn't want to have to yeah. move or figure something mm-hmm. out. And I knew I wanted it to be like really flexible with what I was doing. And I knew I wanted it to be accredited because I didn't want to have to worry about doing all this stuff after the fact. Yeah. So I think that's a huge thing. If you want to go to grad school, <laughs> fucking decide if you want to do it online or not. Because that's yeah. like, mm-hmm. I think 95% of grad schools can be done online. Yeah. yeah. And do your research about programs and do yes. your research about like the accreditation because it's a huge thing. Like, when we're done, we're not going to have to worry about everything we do at school is built into whatever we're going to need at the end. And yeah. that's, like, a huge relief mm-hmm. to not have to even worry about that. Yeah. And you know you're in good hands. Exactly. All state. State farm. State. All state. That's all state. All state. You're in good hands. Uh, not a sponsorship. <laughs> but it could <laughs> be if you wanted to. all state money. <laughs> I don't even know what Allstate does. Car insurance. Car insurance. Car insurance. Home insurance. Home auto. Definitely car insurance. I know it's I have Allstate car insurance. I think. I have Progressive. You have Flo. I do. Yeah. When you have to chat with a representative, it starts like, hey, I'm Flo. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) But I pretend. If it gets me through it. Talking to the actress. (laughs) Um, Carl got his master's. He went right after grad school. And he's still, like, very happy in what... It's, like, insane. That he started his master's program before he walked for his bachelor's. I said that today to the girl, actually, who... I really? said she should take a gap year. And I said, yeah, I go, I know people who are taking graduate classes when they were walking for their undergraduate Yeah, degree. and he... Well, and his it was, was only, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> it was Carl. It was only... Um, it was only a year, so it didn't take him long, and it was through the same university, and he, like, knew everybody. <laughs> the major con of our program is that it's three it's years. It's a long time. Yeah. And when people like say they ending. get a master's degree in a year, it seems like it can't be the same thing that we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all the details on his, but it was, like, the same thing, but now he's, like, finally... I mean, it's all master's degrees. Yeah, it's... Hangs on the wall just the same, I guess. But he is now, like, finally in the field that he wanted to be in after, like, three years, and... He's just so happy about it. Like, he's finally, like, using the knowledge that he learned, and he's in a certification course, and he's at, like, a good company, and he's finally doing what he wants to do with that master's degree. But when I think of, if I would have started my master's degree in May 2018 when I graduated undergrad, undergrad, what would have you been doing? I might have been still in health administration, or I would have been in social work. I still hadn't fully decided. Sports psychology. Sports psychology. I would have done probably speech and language pathology. Which I, which think, I think you would have been a great speech path, but it, I mean, we probably never would have even met you. Probably not. Because no. I would have stayed in Grand Rapids. Yeah. And my, my goal was to stay up in Saginaw. And I was thinking of doing... <laughs> I moved home for Carl. He's like, I'm not going there. <laughs> I've never been to Saginaw. Am I missing No. No. No, but like I or actually, to go out of state. I went back yeah. and forth between forensic psychology and sports psychology for like my entire last year of college. Yeah. I well I changed my major my I had was supposed to have three semesters left. If I was a junior going into winter semester and I changed my major and I was like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. 
like funny. that was a big that that, yeah. ugh, that was I, tough. Went, I never talked I barely talked to professors I never talked to counselors and for some reason I randomly went in to like see my advisor or whatever and I was getting only a degree in psychology which like what the fuck are you gonna do with that mm-hmm. and then the lady was like and I said something about I was like I don't know like I'd like to get into like counseling or therapy or something like that maybe and then she was like oh well you can add this like behavioral neuroscience onto your degree so now I have a dual degree and it only took like an extra like class or something and it completely like changed the trajectory of my life one conversation with this random advisor changed my entire life isn't that crazy how that happens yeah it's fucking weird yeah because i won't i would have only had a degree in psychology and then what i don't i could have done anything else with that it's weird i mean yeah it's really weird i i would have failed ot school (laughs) (laughs) i would have actually i would have dropped out i would have never gotten in (laughs) no i know that remember when i was a freshman in college i only could take classes during i never took a lab until I stopped skating. So I only took one lab the year I stopped skating. Because if you miss a lab, mm-hmm. you fail. Yeah. And I was going to miss at least two laps. Because I, miss at le- I missed at least two or three weeks of school every year. For s- competitions. So I, I only ever talked to my professors. Because I had to go in on the first day and introduce myself. And so they knew who I was. And they knew I was there every day. Except for mm-hmm. the days that I was like out of the country. But I... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Could only take. I was an Olympic athlete. There were so many classes that I couldn't take because they didn't line up with my practice schedule. So I had to add a minor. Like I wasn't planning on having a minor, which I realized I don't know. Maybe everybody has a major and a minor. I I, I wasn't planning on having a minor, and then I literally had a minor so I could take more classes that lined with my schedule. Isn't that weird? So. I was only going to get a degree in psychology, and I have a degree in psychology with a minor in criminal justice. Oh, I didn't know your criminal justice was a minor. I thought that was, like, a dual degree. No, it's my major. Because mine's not a minor. Mine's a dual degree. I didn't have a minor. You bougie. No, mine's just my... No, in a good way. No, but behavioral neuroscience and psychology are so similar that it's only, like, three different classes. Yeah, I had to take a lot of different classes for my minor. (laughs) But, I mean, I would like it, and I was really interested in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I really wanted, I was really interested in. But... It's crazy how that all happens. Yeah. Um. I will say if anyone ever wants to go to grad school, don't do it just because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't, don't have do to. Don't do anything because you feel like you have to. Unless it's literally, like, unless it's like paying your taxes. You yeah. have to pay your taxes or you'll go to jail. If it's not something you actually have to do, don't think like you have yeah, to do yeah, it. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. But I, I know people that are either going to grad school be, or went to grad school because they felt like they had to and they... Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily regret seems like a strong word, but they wouldn't have done exactly the way they did it again. And where I know people that are going to grad school right now because they know in a couple years they want a job that they are not qualified for right now. And the only way the only way they're gonna get qualified is having a master's degree. It's like I don't think everybody needs to go to grad school. I don't think everybody needs to go to college. You can be fine and do whatever you want, but if you only want to do something that you have to have a master's degree for. Which maybe go. <laughs> maybe, like, think about it. <laughs> but just do your research. Yeah. Make sure it's accredited. Don't fuck yourself over. Uh-huh. That's, like, if you... that It's, like, a... I feel like everything I say is, like, I saw it on TikTok. I, I feel like everything I say is, like, I saw it on documentary. I know. So like, it's the same. Just, like, kill me. Um, no, but it's, like, a TikTok song going around of... I think it's Will Smith. And he says, if you can't 
beat the fear, do it scared or do it afraid or something like that. One of my favorite things, I saw it on, I think, Facebook, and it's like, I was swimming with my sister, and my sister wouldn't go off the diving board. She kept yelling, I'm scared, this lady said, so be scared, but do it anyway. And if there's something I don't want to do or if it's, like, freaking me out, I go, it's fine, just do it anyway. And it's gotten me through a lot of things. I mean, just do it anyway. beat the fear, do it scared. Yeah. Do it afraid. It's, yeah, because you'll do it. Yeah. It's like the other thing where it's like, you know, if you don't want to do something because it's going to take you three years and in three years you'll be 30 or in three yeah. years you'll be 35, yeah. you're going to be fucking 30 or 35 regardless. Yeah. We're going to go through the three years for our school program seems like a fucking eternity, but the three years are going to pass regardless. And I would rather be in a place in three years where I can make more money and do a more professional career yeah. than just fucking doing whatever for the because next three years. Because it took both of us five years to get our undergrad degrees and that'll be an extra three years i literally that's can't. eight years we could be doctors <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the same thing we could be <laughs> working at seattle grace right now literally it's a bummer we're not whatever we're idiots that's <laughs> why so we're not doctors <laughs> do you know how much i had to psych myself up for biology like a lot really i took biology my senior year oh my fifth year because I wasn't skating. I waited until I wasn't skating, so I didn't miss a lab. And I went, and I have never been more serious about a class. I have I got an A in that class, and I have never been prouder of a single grade I've ever gotten. I tried, so rel- like, kind of hard. I didn't, like, I could have tried harder for sure in biology, but I remember I got a C on one of my exams, and my professor wouldn't even look at me. She, like, literally threw it at me. She goes, Olvera, and threw it at what me. And bitch. I go, hey, Holly, let's yes. calm it down, all right? Holly, take it down a few notches. <laughs> Happy hour? Happy, happy hour. hour. Let's do it. It's happy hour, bitches. Ask me what I watched. What did you watch, Shelly? I watched Encanto. God damn it. Now one. she's the odd one out. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was... I could, I could watch it every day. I've only listened to the soundtrack since I watched it. I've gone back and watched it. Like, the best parts of it, which is like basically the whole thing. The day after, it's all I can think it's about. It's good. fine. Do you think you would like it less if you didn't hear Emma talk about how much she liked it before you watched it? <laughs> no. You don't think that's colored your impression of it? I don't all? think so. No. I, I already know it's colored my impression of it, and I haven't even watched it yet. It's okay I, if you don't like it. <laughs> because, well, I will, I've no, only heard, is, I haven't heard a single bad thing about it, but I went in knowing that I was going to love it anyway because. Emma loved it. Just because of the vibe? Yes, because, but because of the no, vibe. I, no, I'm literally like, I, it's like cult brainwashing. Like, you liked it, and now you liked it. So if I don't like it, I'm going to think there's something wrong with me. So Absolutely I'm going to tell not. myself. No, I, I want you to it. be honest if you don't like it. But, like, if it's not your thing, like, if you don't like stupid, sappy Disney movies. I like my family. But that's really all it was. Remember the first episode I'm going to talk about in Kanto? She goes, I don't know, maybe it's just because I love my family, but I cried the whole, the whole I didn't, time. No, I didn't cry the whole time, but I definitely cried at one point. I did, but I am a soft bitch. So. I'm a soft bitch. Mm-hmm. I also I'm saw Sing 2. So How was that? Sing 2 was way is better Sing than the one, first one. Is Sing the one with the animals? Yes. I think I saw Sing 1. See, I saw both of them in theaters. <laughs> so. No children. Just uh, No, there was children for the first one. It was for, <laughs> it's my, just it was for either my cousin or Bubby's birthday. But the second one, Carl and I went for Valentine's but Day. But Bubby's still not. When did it come out? He wasn't that little. It was a couple years ago. So he was like 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, I guess I'll, I'll give it to you. It was something. But, second one, we saw it for Valentine's Day. Way better than the first one. I loved it. That soundtrack has also been on repeat on my phone. Fun. No, I've never seen it. Um, I saw Sing 1. I didn't even know there was a Sing 2. 
I've been seeing it because it just came out, yeah? Yeah. And they've been, like, yeah. doing press for it. Yeah. Funny story, when Emma got here, when Emma and I got here from work, we were, like, scrolling Netflix, and I somehow went to the new and popular <laughs> section, and I didn't realize it, and I was like, every single category. I was like, your Netflix is fucking weird. Every single category was coming soon, coming this month, coming this week, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? You like, lost access to Netflix. Why is nothing available? It was so weird. Anyway. Um, Corey and I did, like, that date night thing where you do a canvas, and you paint... It? And then when the song switches, you guys switch canvases. And it was so much fun. And so we listened just, I mean, it probably was like an hour. And every time the song would change, you'd switch canvases and start drawing on that one or painting on that one. And our paintings are super weird. One of them is like a tree and it's like, there's like a ghost in the sky and it's like spooky. And then the other one is like, looks like someone was like on acid or something and like the sky's melting. Like it's, it's oh it was God. really a fun idea. And I would love to do it with like, a huge group of people. I think it would be it really fun. Passing. That'd be yeah, so just keep passing. Yeah, just keep passing around. Just because, like, it was, like, the weirdest things, like, came out of them. It was no, that'd be so I fun. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, I also funny. really suck at painting, so I think that's something well, so that I would be Corey. good at because it would just be a group of people and I don't have to paint yeah. anybody, you know? Yeah. yeah, and it's not about being good, but it was just, like, you add whatever you want to add to it. And it was super, super fun. I love that. That sounds so fun. Yeah, it was cute. We had Palomas. Oh, God. My painting's still at your house. It is. I was gonna. I your SpongeBob. I started. Yeah. Um, like I kept doing it for you. I was gonna make it like cute, but then my paints aren't that great, so it was kind of hard. <laughs> she was gonna make it cute because you didn't. No, I no, was gonna it really finish sucks, it. Honestly. It wasn't, it wasn't done. <laughs> I'm <laughs> obviously joking. You guys have to laugh when I say shit like that. No, it really wasn't home. that good. No. Like I don't think I'm cool because I have a podcast and I'm also not mean to Shelby. Okay. <laughs> it's called sarcasm. It's Look called it up. acting. It's called. <laughs> We were acting. Um, I don't know. A lot of my shows are coming back, which makes me sound like a, an old spinster lady. A lot of my programs, my stories are all coming back. Like Formula One season three or four is coming back soon. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is dropping new episodes every Friday. I fucking love that show. What else is coming back? Ginny and George is going to have a new season. <gasps> yes, I saw You're that. You're going to be busy. And gonna have happy hour oh, Peaky Blinders days. is finally getting a new season. I haven't seen life. that yet, but I know there's a guy named Shelby on it. His last they're name all, Shelby. They're all last name Shelby. <laughs> oh my god. There's Call a Shelby, Shelby. Oh so my god, now I have to watch it's it. the Shelby Brothers Limited. I think Carl started it without me, which is fine because I watched a lot of shows without him. It's a really good show. You guys should watch Abbott Elementary. I saw it on something. It's on Hulu? Mm-hmm. What is it about? Um, a school, in, an underfunded school in Philadelphia. Is it going to make me cry? No, no, it's funny. It's like a comedy. Like, is this like Pursuit of Happiness? Because I can't watch no, that no. movie again. It's, it's so <laughs> funny how they don't have anything. How <laughs> broke-ass bitches. Comedy is hilarious. No, so she... It's comedy. It's, well, it's a gas. It's like Quint... It, do you know who Quinta is? She's from BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, she wrote it, and she oh. either based it on, like, her favorite teacher, or her. she based it off her mom teaching in Philadelphia. I don't know which one it is. But it's fun. Like, the principal's insane. It's funny. Uh, Chessie from Parent Trap is in it as a teacher. <gasps> oh, Fucking love funny. Chessie. Yeah. Chessie. Love her. She's got connections everywhere. All over Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. She's like, I got a guy. And it's, like, not the guy who you thought it was. And you're like, oh. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah, it's you should watch it. Oh, my God. So this isn't necessarily podcast related, but when you said Chessie, it made me think of my mom. Because my mom and Chessie has a very similar wardrobe vibe. And my mom's rink the other day, someone proposed on the rink. Wow. 
It was cute. I absolutely don't want to be proposed to that way, but it's just the way it I was just talking about how when we were at um, Universal, is Harry Potter World? Harry Potter Land, what the fuck is it called? Harry, Harry Potter, Potter World. World. Harry Potter World. Um, and someone, like, got proposed to while we were there in front of, like, Harry Potter's castle or house or whatever Listen, the fuck it is. Is sure it a school? I don't know what it is. But they're one of <laughs> Harry Potter's place. His home? <laughs> His bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His room on the It was the an stairs. important building, and it was there, and someone got proposed to in front of it. I don't know. I'm sure it's a lot. It's, like, the best case scenario for certain people to get proposed yeah, to. Yeah, dream. Disney World or Harry Potter World. And I know there's girls that love getting proposed to at ice skating rinks. I told Hayden if he does that, I will say no. Mm-hmm. I'm not should. fucking around. If he, I said I want to know nothing about it. However, if... It's if I have ice skates on, I'm gonna be pissed. Like I'm not gonna. That's not a romantic thing for me. Where did you guys want to get proposed to? Where did you get proposed to at an apple orchard? I did. Well, I wasn't expecting it because we were going to Hawaii a week later. So I was you like, you were that's expecting fine. to get it in Hawaii. I was, yeah, on the beach because he knows I love the beach. But no, he did it in an apple he orchard. He said, "Fuck you, we're gonna do it in the apple." He orchard. did. He's like, "I'm gonna do it my way." I had no idea. Like I had, like I always thought, like I'd kind of catch on. No, I like complete shock, speechless. It was insane. I have it on video and I refuse to show anybody. What? Not even us? If, I mean, if you want to watch it, you can. But like, my I mean, mom was like, let I me see. And I was like, I don't know. Especially if you're not showing it to anybody, I want to yeah. know. I want to watch it. All right. I'll show Emma, where would you, where, where would you definitely hard pass? Um, Harry Potter Land. <laughs> Obviously. It's not a Harry Potter Harry Potter Land is a big fat no for me. <laughs> I think anywhere super, like in public, I'd probably be upset about. Like anything like... Like a really crowded, really crowded or busy or like mm-hmm. yeah like I don't I don't know anywhere where there's like a lot of people around it's like a whole like show like I wouldn't yeah. want that mm-hmm. but I mean I don't know I haven't really thought about it much like I don't really like a karaoke bar here's a karaoke bar <laughs> no I don't know I liked it no. what about a thrift store I do love a thrift a store, but that sale? would be disgusting. Ooh, Ew, absolutely not. Absolutely. I knew. I love all of those things deeply, but not enough to be proposed to. I knew how you were going to. Which is like me with ice skating. Yeah. Okay? See? I feel like the restaurant is just like really overdone, and I would also hate it. I don't really know like, I was in the middle of like taking a bite, and he's like, by the way. I'm like, ugh. By the way. <laughs> You I mean, I guess if it's like a special restaurant to you or like a special something, I mean, I don't know. No, I'm good. What's the moral of the story? Don't stay at a job you hate. <laughs> don't stay at a job you hate. And, and don't go to school just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't stay at a job you hate and 100% don't yeah. go to grad school just because. Yeah, it's, it's, horrible. it's expensive and it's terrible and it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a horrible decision to make in a rushed fashion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Really think about it. Make a list, make a PowerPoint, call your mom. Like, just don't make uh-huh. it all willy-nilly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a real deal. All right, so we're good. We're, we're good. good. I think <laughs> we're good. We're good. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>
or people are anonymously <laughs> complaining about me. Might be too pointed to include in this. I don't know. I'm leaving it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Hey, guess what? We don't work there anymore. <laughs>